Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. So last Sunday we started looking at the church and the nation. And of course we looked at the very popular scripture Second Chronicles in chapter 7 and verse 14. I'll just read before I jump into what we want to look at this morning. It reads, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land so we looked at it just by way of introduction. There's no way you can exhaust a thing like this in a service. As a matter of fact, it's a lifetime project. But the covenant-keeping God, who himself says, my covenant, I will never fail. He said, no, what? Relent from the words that have gone out of my mouth. If he himself is talking not to the world, God is like anybody standing and say, The world is horrible, wicked people. Okay. And God says, I hear you. You know why you can talk like this? Because you are mine. But be mine reposes some kind of responsibilities on you. What you are saying, honest, not just a statement of fact, is the truth. But beyond your saying it, will you live up to your responsibilities? And the amazing thing about this is that, is that if my own people, regardless of what everybody is doing, if my own people, and look at the first thing he says, we're humble. Oh, 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 oh. So God here was saying, my people can get to a place of pride. We know in the world that maybe the pride of I'm a rich man, the pride that I'm a leader, the pride that I'm a government official, the pride that I'm a chief. I'm a... So what kind of pride is this one? It's the pride of... I'm God's child. That can be dangerous too. You're God's child. They live like one. And that's why you say, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. Celebrating your status is good. But if it's to the detriment of your responsibilities, trouble. That was what we were looking at last Sunday. Like I said, it was just by way of introduction. 
Why did I say that? Because when we get into dimensions like this, particularly when we come to share a word in church, it's for you to go back and make your studies. If your Christianity is limited to when you come to church, pray, read the Bible, sing, go, and nothing more, you will never grow. As in the physical, so is it is the spirit realm. You don't become a Christian and become the most mature Christian the day. No. There's a process of growth. So even if I was a hundred years old when I met the Lord, I'm a baby. I will need to grow. How? Feeding like the natural. Drinking like the natural. But what constitutes the food? His word. And that's why God will say, even in the church, in your assemblies, please make sure you don't put novices as leaders. They will mess up. It doesn't mean that they are not Christians. They are children in the place that adults only occupy. And we see that, not just in the church, you see it everywhere, but I'm talking about my people that God referred to. He says, if my people who are called by my name will only humble themselves, what you think is Herculean or cannot be solved will melt before your eyes. Referring to his people, he says, they will pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked, my people, wicked ways. God speaking. Pastor, it's Old Testament. I hear you. Then I'll show you many passages in the New Testament where Paul will say this and this and this and this. We have this portion in the lake of fire. And was writing to Christian, to the church. I'll show you where it says that there's a battle going on in, the, in, in every believer. The battle of the flesh and the spirit. And so, there's always a need not to forget who you are. I remember growing up, we had some very beautiful times growing up. We had love at home. The love was too much. It was so much that not too much. That it would substitute for many other things that we didn't have. And I remember when I would go to school, my mom would say, don't forget who you are. Because when you get amongst your peers, tendencies to forget who you are. If my people will humble themselves, and if we can go beyond just complaining and become a little more responsible, he said, I will heal your land. It's not up to the unbelievers. We give them too much credits. It's not up to the devil. We give him too much credits. God have mercy on us. Now, in the light of that, I just want to advance a little bit. And I want to tag this ones, the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Now, in that scripture, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear 
passed in the New Testament, he said, yes, I ever opened. I hear you. But I will show you passages in the Bible where it says, whatever you don't outside faith is sin. And he said, let not touch. If you don't ask and faith, don't, don't let no such anything. You will receive anything from the Lord. I can come to too many scriptures, but forget that. It's in the New Testament that says that for what Jesus has died for, you are now reveling in it and priding yourself in it as a child of God. He's asking you the question that you want him to die a second time. He won't do that. It's in the New Testament, not in the Old. So let's leave that. Turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. Now I'm looking at uh, humble themselves and pray the prayer bit of it. Praise the Lord. We can begin to look at study prayers from the Old Testament into the New Testament. Great prayers. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Some prayers that God prayed to who? To himself. For us. Some great men and women that prayed and things happened. So we can learn and study prayers so much. But I want to pick it from that aspect in the New Testament in the book of Romans 8 verse 26. Which says that um, likewise the spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray as we ought. I will explain in a minute. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us. You see God praying for us with groanings which cannot be altered. 27. Now, he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is. Why? Because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So in other words, I want to pray for Nigeria. And I have my way of judging things, which is good. I'm educated, whether culturally, academically, professionally, spiritually, so I can judge things. But Bible is telling me that sometimes, and a lot of times too, your judgment may not be exactly what it is. May not be. But it's good for you to have a reason to pray. It's good for you to come in the limit of your knowledge. But with a sincere heart, so God sees your heart, then the Holy Spirit that knows that, look, you are fought with certain weaknesses. He takes hold with you. The person with groanings, he takes you to a height that you, for yourself, by yourself, can never reach. He takes you to that height in prayer. And where is this? He said, hey, he knows exactly the will of God for you, for the moment, for your future. He knows. Okay. And he knows what you are groaning over. So he brings the two together in a way that you will not only be blessed, but he must be glorified. So we find the spirit being introduced here. So let me just go 
on that for a few more minutes I have. There's a particular scripture in Acts chapter 9 in verse 31. Then the churches throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace. Come on. We can do with peace in Nigeria. We can do with peace in the body of Christ. We can do with peace in your extended family. In my extended family. In my local family. In my home. I can do with more peace even in my life. We can't have too much of peace. It says, then the church throughout all Judea, Galilee and Samaria had peace and were edified. They were built up. Peace is required for growth. Peace is required for progress and for prosperity. The Bible says anywhere there is strife, there is every evil work. Every evil work. And that's why nothing can take the place of peace. Whether you are talking spiritually, emotionally or physically. The moment peace elopes, chaos takes over. There's never any progress in chaos. I'm not offending anybody, but you lack peace in your heart. Chaos, confusion. That's not your portion in Jesus' name. Abraham said to Lord, God introduced himself into their fears of men. I am involved with you, Abraham. I will never leave you. From that moment, his life changed. But progressively, they continued to manifest as he got more and more knowledgeable in the way of the covenant. But you see, he had taken a lot along. Have you ever done something before? Have you ever got involved? Have you ever got into some midst of some people and you tried to help? And that became your, your worst nightmare. And you're saying, oh, I tried. I was only trying to help. They happen all the time. That was what happened to Abraham. He saw strife. What was the cause of the problem? God God's blessings God has so much blessed Abraham that even Lord was so blessed anything Abraham blessed I'm talking about someone here today that anything associated with you cannot but be blessed that's why you should watch the company you keep Lord was blessed then his explained started trouble. Ah, Lord had forgotten that he was invited. We had that because we were blessing him. I agree with you. But don't forget that God used the medium, God used the person, God used this. So give God the glory. If you never forget where you started from, it will keep you in perpetual praise, worship, and thanksgiving. And that will keep you in perpetual growth and maturity. Abraham had to take the initiative to say, hey, let there be no strife. 
Now you can agree with me that we have a lot of areas in the body of Christ where we need to repent. If we, if we are not committing all the known sins, what about the competitions? Even among churches, among ministers, among people in the same local assembly. So he dealt with that strife. Otherwise, I believe we'll not be talking of Abraham today to be somebody else. You say, why did he say that? He dealt with the strife, but Lord didn't deal with the strife. Lord fizzled out. Now, this scripture then had the churches rest or peace throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria. And the church was edified. When the church is edified, God will daily add. And no one will dare join themselves. Today they join to come and uproot you from the place of assignment. If my people will humble themselves and pray. God forbid. We are established forever. In the name of Jesus. This is walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. They were multiplied. So I'm dealing with in walking in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. What, what, what with the fear of the Lord? Even the fear of the Lord, it's only with the assistance of the Holy Ghost. The natural man cannot walk in the fear of the Lord. The natural man is full to pride. It's only by the Holy Spirit. Pastor, prove it. Uh-uh. Look at the prophecy concerning Jesus in Isaiah chapter 11. The Spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. The Spirit of wisdom and of what? Understanding. The Spirit of counsel and of might. The Spirit of what? Uh, knowledge and of the fear of God. It's by the Spirit even for Jesus walking on earth. So it's pretty easy for me because of revelation to become prideful. Paul said because of the volume of revelation given to me. said God had to put on otherwise pride. Even Paul. God help all of us in the name of Jesus. So even the fear of the Lord is by the spirit. Then we now talk of and it says walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. What the word comfort, what does it mean to you? How does it, how does it sound to you? Comfort. Come and help me. Solace, thank you. Encouragement, peace, thank you. Blessed, yes. Now, with all this, we will be looking for comfort if there is nothing that is causing discomfort. One of the definitions in the strong said it's the opposition of tests, temptations, and trials. But let's look, we look 
around the context of this verse. You know, what was being reported here was that Saul had now been converted, Acts chapter 9. And he was now in the synagogue preaching Jesus. And suddenly, the same group he belonged to, the Judaizers, went after his life. But because Saul had been changed, there was peace. But with this peace, there was the trouble. If our Paul will be killed the rest of his life, they followed him, trying to kill him. That was how he escaped. And God had to now send him to Rome, remember? They wanted to tear him into pieces in Jerusalem. The Pharisees were still there. The Sadducees were still there. The church still had his enemies. But the Bible says, in spite of this, walking in the comfort of the Holy Ghost, they multiply. You know what that tells me? Nobody promised you, and nobody promised me that you will not be challenged in life. Paul writing to the young minister Timothy, he said, I'm grateful to God that you are answering the call. You are not just born again. You are coming out to begin to affect people. Positively, that is. He said, but let me tell you this. With every prophecy that has gone ahead over your life, war, a good warfare, the fact that God has given it to you and it's been pronounced and prophesied over you does not mean it's coming. You still have a part to play. The devil will try to stop you. That's defining the medium in which we operate. And there's nothing you can do to change that. But there's something you can do to excel. Walk in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. In spite of this. Is somebody hearing me? I mean, sometimes I'm thinking of these messages and I'm getting excited to myself. Then I realize that mm -mm, you are preaching to yourself and you are jumping. But when your preparation gets you jumping, then you know that people will be affected in Jesus' name. Because there will be nobody there to impress your grammar. Your poise is only you. But right from beside, some people will jump and run alone in their room. I'm so assault because something just coming here. As great as Paul was, he saw trouble. But let me come back quickly. Remember, when man prophesies, like, hey, listen, Tyro. You're going to be a great man. God will anoint you. You'll be preaching in Luke, you London will be shaking. Man is saying, Dust yet the Lord. I say, Amen. Oof. Amen. Hallelujah. I agree. Which is good, which is true, which is good. Good. It's a good attitude to agree when you hear God speaking through someone. What when God Himself speaks? Heavens opened and Jordan. God said, you are my beloved son. The whole earth heard around Jordan. They heard. Who 
Holy Ghost dropped him bodily from that day. Open eyes could see. He still had to fight. He still had to war a good warfare. Let's get something straight. Come on. And let's put the devil where he belongs in the line and cheating and stealing what is your food. Wasn't it after that that the devil went after him? And what was the temptation? If you are the son of God, God said you are my son. Somebody's come to say, if I am your son. If you don't face him, he will so confuse you that you begin to doubt. I'm saying it to say, life is a warfare. But thank God for children of the kingdom. It's a good warfare. God will never say warfare without good. Life is a fight. A fight of faith. It's a good fight. Fight the good fight of faith. So that means no matter how seemingly impossible, with God, nothing is impossible. It's a matter of fight. Where you have been challenged is the place of your blessing. Glory be to God in the highest. True. Stop blaming people. When you spot the real enemy and you deal with them, his agents will flee. They'll become powerless and futile against you. That's why Mount Zion, he said, My children, the children of God will possess their possession. Because there shall be deliverance. In John chapter 16, verse 33, hear from the lips of Jesus. Say, In this world, you will have what? Tribulation. So, what's wrong? And it's for this reason that we have the Holy Ghost. And you know his broad name? Comforter. He knew, God always knows, that this terrain, the devil would do all the best, all he could to frustrate, to kill, to steal, to destroy. We better have the Holy Ghost. So you are walking with the comforter in the enemy territory. That's why you cannot but continuously edified, be edified. You cannot but continuously what? Grow in spite. Holy Spirit. But before I leave, let me give you a second scripture on this. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 to 5, I'll read. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 to 5. Paul was writing to the Corinthian church. I hope you understand that Paul had tremendous victory in life. But there's no victory, there's no war. He had wars. Good God, the catalog of what? Shipwreck, stoned, in prison. Several times, if I want once or twice, dead, God brought him back. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 to 5. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies. Uh-huh. 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comforts. Who comforts us in all, not some, all our tribulations. <laughs> I feel the fire. So that we may be able to comfort. Can you say comfort, comfort? Those who are in any trouble, because they will be in trouble. You too, you are in trouble, but for the comfort of the Holy Ghost, now that you are mastered walking in the comfort, will you now leave the rest of them to just be, come on, get out and comfort. <laughs> to comfort those who are in any trouble. He's the God of all comfort. He comforts in all our tribulations. Now you go comfort people who are in any, any, any at all. Any at all. Glory be to God in the highest. Who are in any trouble? How? With the comfort, the same comfort with which you have been comforted. See God, comfort, 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 comforted, comfort, comfort, comfort. Why? That's the Holy Ghost. How does he comfort? Through the comforter. Go check that word comfort in your strongs. And go check the word comforter. How does God do it? By his spirit. Let the church wake up to his identity. And let's see whether every knee will know bow. Let the man, let the woman now, personal now, wake up to your identity in Christ. And let's see whether things created will not bow. The very thing that is posing as God and fighting, they will bow. They will lick the dust off your feet. Don't you know who you are? With the comfort with which we have been comforted by God. He says, for as the suffering of Christ abound in us, anybody who, even those who are not in Christ are suffering, how much more? Says, at his advancement, so our consolation, our comfort <laughs> also abounds. Glory be to God in the highest. Let me just pull you a little further. The Bible says, in him was what? Life. And the life was what? The light of man. But where does he shine? In the darkness. Stop fighting the darkness. Shine! Glory be to God in the highest. The time has come for the church. I feel the fire now. To begin to shine. Glory be to God. He said, you are, you are not just, you know what it means to be the light of the world? He said, you are a city on a hill. Where all the trouble? It's because you are prominent. It's because you are significant. It's because you are too much. That's why all the trouble. But as much as the trouble is as much and even much more, the grace, the comfort of the Holy Ghost. You thrive best when the devil is at his worst. Because God will disgrace the devil. And you cannot be stopped. You get bigger and better. I mean edified. I stop here. The greater 
a revelation of the Holy Spirit. Somebody shout Holy Spirit. Hey, I didn't get it like I thought I got it. Holy Spirit! Hallelujah! <laughs> woo woo I feel the fire. The greater our revelation of the Holy Spirit, the greater our consciousness of his presence. When he says, I will never leave and never forsake you, what do you think was saying? I will forever be your comforter. And yet, physically, he was going. He said, I'm sending you another comforter. Check the Bible. Jesus is called the same word, paracletus. The same word as the Holy Ghost. Only that with Jesus, with the Holy Ghost, it is another helper. The another is added to the Holy Ghost. Because he was sending one very much like him to come and conclude the same assignment in you through you. The greater your consciousness of his presence and our expectations of his involvement in our lives and that is the greater the experience of his comfort. Shall we rise? Father, we worship you. Lord, we worship and adore you. Songs of praise singing. Hallelujah. Lord, we worship and adore you. Bowing down before you. Songs of praise singing. Hallelujah, 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 saying is this will there be trials yes but your trials will always end in your triumph in the name of Jesus will there be temptations yes but they will end up in your testimonies in the name of Jesus because you are never alone it's a low I'm with you even till the end of the ages. And when he's there, he said the desert will bloom. When he's there, uh -uh, waters will break forth in the desert. When he's there, he's a miracle working God. What I didn't get into is like, so where does he reside on earth? In you. Always getting ready, always set to get involved. That's why he's here for you and for me. That's all.
As you go out this week, remember, you are the light that shines in the darkness, which the darkness can never comprehend. In the name of Jesus, you will return next week with testimonies. In the name of Jesus, of definite edification, growth and progress, in the name of Jesus, it is well with you. His mercies are ever new. Every morning, they last forever. We give him praise. We give him honor. God of all mercies and the Father of comfort. Hallelujah. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12th Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you.